Hey guys, it's Nick Youssef. Um, this is your special bonus episode that I promised you on Tuesday. This is my first album. It's called Stop Not Owning This. Uh, it came out a year ago this week, and a lot of people bought it. A lot of people listened to it on various streaming uh, apps and stuff. So at this point, I'm just like putting it out there so people can just have it for free. Um, it's downloadable on SoundCloud, so if you go there, there'll be a link in my Twitter feed, um, or just go to the Occasionally Awesome page on SoundCloud and, uh, and look for this episode, and it's the whole album, uh, it's not broken up into tracks, it's just one streaming thing, and it's yours to have and keep, and please share it with people, uh, that may or may not have heard it, just get it out there, put it on, like, uh, Sites like the Pirate Bay, if you do that kind of thing, or like Kick-Ass Torrents or whatever. Just get it out there. At this point, I'm, you know, whoever bought it, bought it. Um, so at this point, I just want people to hear it. Again, uh, this is totally for free. It's my first album that came out August 5th, 2014. Stop Not Owning This is what it's called. And it's yours to listen to and keep forever. I hope you enjoy it. you guys let him hear it both those guys come on let's do it yeah san diego how's it going good me too man these crowd i picked this club specifically these crowds are always amazing i've been coming here for like a decade you guys are always great always in a good mood because the recession never happened in La Jolla. It's amazing. It's a bubble, man. You come down here, there's a Ferrari dealership in a Lamborghini dealership. There's 13-year-olds driving Ferraris, smoking blunts. Fuck you, I'm the mayor, dude. I'll do what I want. My life depreciates in value when I get here. You know what I mean? I'm walking around Prospect, like old ladies, pearl necklaces. <gasps> Look at the homeless lumberjack. Oh. Let's have him plant our next money tree. That's a good idea. <laughs> San, you, know what San, you know what you guys are doing lately? You're getting real cocky about your burritos, you guys. Real fucking cocky. Because I'm from L.A., man. We got good Mexican food. We don't have around. Jesus Christ. <laughs> See what I mean? That's the dev- that's if cocky had a sound, it would be burrito flies out of his mouth. <laughs> so I've been seeing these articles that are like best burrito in America, San Diego, California. Fuck you, LA. That was the title of the article. That's what it said. So I have an open mind, man. I have an o- I'm like, you know what? Fine, I'm gonna do it. I was here a week ago. I'm walking down the street. There's a lady on a corner. I'm like, I'm going to have a human moment. Ask her where a burrito is. So I go, excuse me, where's a good place to get a burrito? And then she goes, this is her response. She goes, it's San Diego. Everywhere is a good place. I'm like, that's your answer? That's like when you go to a restaurant. Hey, what's good on the menu? Oh, everything. Oh, cool. You're a terrible waitress. That's good to know. Everywhere is a good place, lady. Ever- okay, I'm going to go to that Jiffy Lube then and order. Yeah, I'll take an oil change and a carne asada burrito. You probably have that somewhere. Synthetic oil and another taco. Everywhere? What about your car? Does your car have a good burrito? What about your pussy? Is there one in there? Let's do that. And then I fucked her right in her burrito pussy. <laughs> the one guy clapped. That's a little weird. He <laughs> said, where, where is she now? I'd like to find this. My penis is hungry. Okay. <laughs> you know what happened to me today? I got called a hipster. Yeah. Yeah, also yesterday that happened. And uh, I'm going to go ahead and say tomorrow, too. That's going to happen tomorrow. Everyone calls everything a hipster now, right? Just one of those, like, I don't understand it. Call it a hipster and run. I think that's a relative term, right? It's super. Like, if this in the suburbs, fine. I'm a hipster. But at a record store, I'm probably an employee. <laughs> In Portland, Oregon, apparently I'm a lawyer. That's kind of weird. <laughs> Just walking around. Oh, or corporate overlords in town, huh? Oh, you're here to build a skyscraper, pal? Not on our watch. 
you get that 1% garbage out of here. Now let's go out into the woods and never work again a day in our lives. Portland's the weirdest city, dude. I was there a few months ago doing shows. I'm standing on a street corner, broad daylight. Some cop rolls up to me. He's like, excuse me, sir, is there any reason you're not smoking marijuana right now? Like, I have to? You're under arrest for being a lame idiot. Please come with me and hang out in this prison cell made of bamboo. And here's a pair of Toms for you to wear during your stay. Wow, a cool prison. Judging by your response, you don't know what Toms are. Uh, that's fine, I'm gonna tell you. Toms, you guys, is a shoe company, okay? And they have this thing called the One for One program. So if you buy a pair of Toms, Tom, and probably other guys, I don't know how it works over there, but they will donate a pair of shoes to a child in need, like in Ethiopia, Rwanda, wherever. I heard that, I'm like, charity, let's do it. I get online, I'm looking around the website, then I go to this one page and I find out this. You know where they make Toms? Fucking Ethiopia! I'm like, wait a minute, that's not helping anybody. If anything, I'm doubling this kid's workload. That's messed up. I click purchase on a pair of Toms. This dude's fat American boss goes into the factory. He's like, hey, congratulations, kiddo. You just got yourself a free pair of shoes. Here's your free fabric. Here's your free glue. And uh, you know where all the machines are. Hop to it, kiddo, whenever you feel like. Yeah. We did some good shit here at the Toms factory, huh? Oh, wait, one more thing, buddy. Clock out, because this shit counts as personal time. Hop to the shoes, kiddo. Every kid in Ethiopia right now is just like, fuck! God damn it! I've made a million shoes. I haven't even got my own. I don't even know where Portland is. What the hell are we doing? We wanted to help. You know what we do? We'd buy the Toms, send that kid 40 bucks cash. If you have $40 in Ethiopia, you're basically Warren Buffett. You know what I mean? Eight kids get their money together. They buy the land the factory's on, tear that shit down, put up a hospital, six schools, five Disneylands. Boom, 200 bucks left over. That's simple math. Don't get out of calculator. I own four pairs. I'm a hypocrite. You know why I have them? It's because I'm, I'm an idiot up here. Where I was like, oh, someone said they were cool. Let me just get one, two, three, four. Two. That's how I am. That's why I look like a moron right now. But the lumberjack look is in. Yeah, I guess I'll do that. Some people, like, can do that, right? You know, some people, like, I try too hard, but some people, like, are cool for real, right? Like they walk around all tall and proud, like a pink cowboy hat or something. They're roaming around like this. I'm like, how are you doing that? They're like, because I'm strong in here, bro. I'm strong right here. My style is an armor that protects an insecure inner child that never got cool shit when he was a kid. So now when there's a trend, sign me the fuck up, dude. Remember fedoras? I own two of those things. Remember summer scarves? Those things were like, oh, is it 80 degrees? Let me just wrap this fabric around my neck real fast. No, we're going to the beach. This is a great idea to not have heat stroke. Let me wear one of those. I own one of those. You know what I have at home right now? A leather motorcycle jacket. 100% leather motorcycle jacket. You know what kind of motorcycle I ride? A 2006 Toyota Prius. What? am I doing with like me and my pee hog are just gonna roll through the streets creep up on you like some dude's like oh shit I didn't even hear you there that's it's really adorable how you tried to scare anyone ever that's cool the cooler I try and look the worse I feel on the inside like if you saw me walking down the street wearing a suit you're like dude looking sharp what's the occasion fear that's the occasion Hey, nice tie. What kind of knot is that? Oh, this is the crippling self-doubt. I have no idea who's right here. Some people are beyond it, right? They're like above caring. Like eccentric millionaires. They're the best. Half those dudes look homeless, crazy beards, ripped up clothes. Boom, nine credit cards. What? The other half look like villains on vacation. Just white linen suits. They're floating around town. Is that an oil tycoon or the architect of the Matrix? What is happening? You know, it's freer than them. All old people. I want to be 80 right now. 
Old people are the best. Every neighborhood has a senior citizen who got up one day and they're like, you know what? I'm 78 years old. I'm retired. No one's ever fucking me ever again. I'm gonna dress like a plum every single day. Purple from top to bottom, because fuck you, I earned it, dude. I'm gonna roam around town. I'm gonna meet up with my friend who looks exactly like a blueberry. And then we're gonna walk around and look like we broke rules at the Wonka factory, all right? Because we've defeated life. I wanna wear Uggs. Yeah, just said that to a room full of strangers. Because Uggs, they have that reputation, right? They're douchey, they're stupid. You know what they're not, though? Uncomfortable. <laughs> have you ever looked in a pair? Look in a pair of Uggs with your heart and soul. Just look inside, you're like, oh my, is that my childhood inside there? It's so sa- it's safe is what it is, it's safe. And then touch a touch a pair, you guys. Touch the, oh, is that my child? Is that Christmas and my birthday at the exact same time in here? Let me pop these on and with every step feel like I'm opening a brand new present. These are unbelievable. It's getting kind of sweaty in here. Let me pop one of these up. Oh, cool. It turned into hot apple cider. These are amazing shoes. I want to wear Uggs. I want to wear sweatpants. I want to wear a shirt that's 15 sizes too big for me. I pretty much want to dress like every single girlfriend the day after you tell her you love her. Sometimes even that day, right? Hey, babe, I love you. Oh, my God, I love you, too. Let's celebrate by me never, ever changing ever again. I'm never showering again. And tomorrow, I'm letting a family of pigeons move into my hair. Because I love you, too. Joke's a bit of a room divider. (laughs) The guys are like, yeah, no, I totally agree. I'm going to give myself fucking whiplash agreeing silently right now. Some girls are like, this guy's full of shit. Fuck this guy. No, no way. He's not, didn't even know what he's talking about. Yeah, he has no idea what he's talking about. <laughs> we won't care when we're 80, though, right? I'm not 80. I'm 32. Anyone else? Early 30s? <laughs> Fucking three people. They raise their hands. Like, oh, we are polite adults now. We raise our hands. If I go, hey, who's 21? Boom! Whiskey bottle just comes flying on the stage. We'll live forever. I miss those days. Oh, I do. I quit drinking, too. I'm sober, man. Some of the same people. Okay, we are, too. That's why we're raising our hands. I had to, man. It's one of those things. You grow up, right? You gotta start fixing your shit. I've made way too many mistakes, man. Unprotected sex. Ed Hardy t-shirts. It was a nightmare. What was I doing? I was a fun drunk, though. I had a good time. I was pretty, you know what I never got when I drank? Whiskey dick. Never once. A couple of girls like, no, this is bullshit, too. This guy's fucking... Whiskey dick's a fucking myth, you guys. I'll tell you what it is. It's when your dick doesn't work from drinking too much whiskey. That's what they said. And it's a thing. You guys are young. You'll eventually accuse a guy of doing it. Uh, <laughs> you couldn't even name four types of whiskey yet. So you're just like, what? Glenn what? Fittage? Glenn... A lot of girls accuse guys of getting away. You got whiskey dick, pussy. <laughs> girls say that to guys. Guys, most guys have never gotten whiskey dick. You know what we do get? I'm sobering up and realizing this is a mistake, dick. <laughs> that happens a lot. <laughs> the term should be out of whiskey dick. Because when that shit was flowing, I would fuck anything. Whiskey to my dick was like spinach to Popeye's arms. You get enough of that shit in there, I'm hooking up with a chick that looks like Bluto, dude. I don't give a I just taught a young girl a lesson. That was very cool. So. I feel pretty good, man. 30's one of those ages, right, where you think it's all like, oh, I'm no longer young. And I'm from L.A. where, like, you know, no one even turns 30 in L.A. A lot of 29-year-olds, though. That's kind of weird. (laughs) How old are you? 29. What about you? Always 29. What? You can't do that. (laughs) Some girls lie way overboard. You're like, hey, how old are you? 22. Wait, really? 
are you calling me a liar right now? I would never lie. Lying gives you wrinkles. And then she smiles, and her face looks like a melting football. You're like, Jesus Christ. I feel pretty good, man, you know? I got tendonitis in my left knee on my 32nd birthday. That was cool. I woke up, I'm like, today's gonna be ow, ow, what is that? How do you spell that? Where do I go? This is a new thing for me. After four hours now, my knee just starts shaking a little bit. You know what that means? I can't go to concerts like I used to. And that's a bummer, man. I'm a huge live music guy. My buddy hits me up a couple months ago. He's like, dude, let's go see a show. We haven't been in one in forever. I'm like, oh, you mean let's go stand up? And watch live music for three straight hours? Guess what, motherfucker? No band is that good enough anymore. None of them. And I've seen everybody, man. I've seen Radiohead live. Oh my God, they're unbelievable. But you know where they're way better? In the front seat of my air-conditioned automobile with my feet up on the dash playing whatever I want. Oh, you didn't play Let Down Live? No problem. Let Down Playlist right here, 58 times in a row. Then I can put the concert and drive, just take it wherever I want. Hit up an in and out, double double, animal style, fry, shake, take the concert home, pause it, eat the food, jerk off the internet, pour an encore for breakfast. There you go, right there. Beat that, Radiohead. That's just one show, right? You're home in bed, game over. Nowadays, it's all music festivals. And music festivals are three straight days and they only take place in the desert or on the surface of the sun. You know what I mean? Like Bonnaroo is just somewhere in Tennessee. They're like, here's a hand-drawn map. Watch out for ogres and trolls. Where? Coachella is in Death Valley. It's in the name and you're driving there like an asshole. You're like, yeah, dude. Live music, new friends, gonna be so cool. Oh, cool, we're here. You park the car, you step outside, the sun takes a shit on your head immediately. And you're surrounded by 19-year-olds on ecstasy. That shit makes 30 feel 70 like that. Every 19-year-old, they're out to judge you, man. Terminators of judgment. Identify 30, mock him now. Mock him, look at his genes. Who does he think he is? This shit, this douchebag. This guy wrinkles when he smiles, too. Let's get the hell out of here, man. This guy sucks. I make fun of them right back, man. Because all they do is they complain about things I didn't even have a decade ago at a festival. Oh, my wristband hurts my wrist. Meh. Oh, really? That's cute. Because 10 years ago, they were branding us, you son of a bitch. I wish they had more porta potties. This place sucks. Oh, really? That's cute. Because eight years ago, we had to dig our own shitholes. I lost four friends to cholera that year, asshole. We went to one when I was like 27, 28, you know, way, way younger, way more invincible, way less tendonitis. We're like, yeah. So we decided to camp one day. We're like, let's build our own tents, the whole thing. So we do it. Day one, everything goes great. Day two, we wake up. Everything hurts from top to bottom. It's 297 degrees outside. Sun's not even out yet. We're just aching our way out of the tent like I hate music and sound and Jesus. Why is he doing this? <laughs> then we look over at the neighboring tent. A bunch of teenagers haven't slept a wink. So I go over there. I'm like, what the hell have you guys been doing all night? This kid looks at me like, yeah, bro, we're fucked up on so much E right now. Yeah. I wish it was hotter. You're so fucking old. Yeah. <laughs> Looking at this kid, I'm like, wait a minute, people still do ecstasy? And he looks at me, he's like, maybe not people your age, and just walks away. What a punk. I didn't even get mad though. I collected myself, and I remembered as an adult, as his elder, I'm gonna help this kid out. I'm like, look, man, you wanna enjoy the ecstasy you're on? Here's exactly what you do don't drink any water whatsoever, all right? <laughs> Pound a lot of coffee. Just eat the dirt right off the ground. You will be touching God in no time, kiddo. <laughs> Best music festival ever. Because I killed a 19-year-old that year, everybody. Yeah. Old wise brain took him right out. 
After that, though, it's like you're so tight. You get home and you're just like beat down. And your buddy who didn't go is like, dude, was it great? You get wasted like every day. I'm like, yeah, man, I did when I was 25 years old. You know what I did this year? I got fucked up on water, Red Bull, and ibuprofen. It was amazing. I'm crushing that shit up, sprinkling on turkey sandwiches, snorting rails, like, bunch of kids run up. Dude, what are you on? Fucking Aleve, man. That's what I'm on. My knee's at like 80% right now. I'll watch like four Radiohead songs, and then it's right back to the hotel so I can rest my head on the Tempur-Pedic pillow I brought with me. Like a grown up. <laughs> My 30s are, I mean, you know where it's like physically you feel good, but where it starts to mess with you, your early 30s, are, are mentally, right? That's where it is. Because certain things don't compute like they used to. Like the other day, I'm driving, I'm in my car, I'm heading to an Urban Outfitters, I have no idea why. And I'm listening to the radio, and on the radio, I heard Marcy Playground, Sex and Candy. Yeah, I heard the whole thing. And then at the end, the DJ called it 90s music. Remember when that shit was just songs, you guys? Our childhood's a station on Spotify now. It's the beginning of the end. It was part of a 90s block. He's like, this next oldie but a goodie. I'm like, oldie but what? What, one more time in this year? What was that? What did you say? An oldie but a goodie is the Righteous Brothers, not the Chemical Brothers, all right? Radio off. Unreal. I realized something about that song. I can't identify with it anymore at all. When I was 15, whole nother story. That thing came on, I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Sex and candy? Like at the same time? This song's about the kingdom of heaven. I thought being an adult was you're growing up, pouring Dr. Pepper all over chicks, and you're fucking every day until you're dead. You fast flash forward 15 years? I'm like, whoa, man, I can't mess with candy anymore. What are you kidding me? I eat too much chocolate, my tummy gets sore. Last thing I want to do is start fucking, you know what I mean? The only thing she's going to smell is gas. You keep your sex and candy. I'll take a gluten-free cookie spin class in the morning, you know what I mean? Then I got into the Urban Outfitters. That was, that was depressing. It made me realize something. I'm officially too old to, to do the hipster thing, you know? And anyone in this room is, if all the cool, ironic clothing you're wearing is the same stuff you had on in the seventh grade. I walked into that Urban Outfitters. I'm like, whoa, is this shopping or homeroom? Where am I? There's Jansport backpacks for sale. Bunch of kids run around. Dude, I got this hyper-color t-shirt at a thrift store. It's so retro, retro, retro. <gasps> what is he saying to me right now? He's got a belt with Pog staple to it. He pulls out his wallet. It's just a Sony Discman with cash stuffed in it. I'm like, oh my God. He's dropping 90s phrases. Dude, I love when shit is radical. Psych, no I don't. Kurt Loader, Jinko jeans. Then Marcy Playground, Sex and Candy comes on the radio. He's like, oh, I don't know this song. Who is this? Yeah. Fuck you is who this is. <laughs> give me the wallet. Give me the... Just give me everything right now. He thinks I'm mugging him, but the only thing being stolen, my goddamn childhood. And you hand it over and go home and watch the original 90210 on Netflix and learn some goddamn history, little punk. You are grounded. Grounded. <laughs> Like, how the hell are the 90s even... Re they're already retro? Shit was like, what, 14, 13, 14 years ago, pretty much. I can't even believe it. Like, I still own my original Dare t-shirt. It hasn't even made its way into the thrift stores and back to me yet. Like, some kid's gonna walk up, sweet vintage, bro, where'd you get that? It's mine. Bitch, it's all up here, man. You're just like dealing with reality now. How do I get? <laughs> I get so defensive about music. It's weird. Do you guys watch the Billboard Music Awards? 
Zero people. Perfect. That's what I wanted. Uh, oh, one person. That's cool. The clapping. Oh, should I keep doing this? I'm the only one. It was a regular, boring award show, which means absolutely nothing was happening until a Michael Jackson hologram appeared. It was so realistic. The hand movements, the dancing, it got accused of child molestation. It was crazy. Holograms scare me. You know why? Because one day, they're going to be everywhere, and we're going to have no more legends. Because a legend is someone who dies, and then you miss them for a while, and you appreciate them. Now, someone's dead a fucking year later, they're back. Let a dude die for a while. You know what I mean? Like, in 10 years, they'll be everywhere. Imagine if a guy like Hendrix died, or Cobain died in 10. They'd die. Two days later, that hologram is playing the Iowa State Fair, and you're not even paying attention because you're in line to buy a deep-fried car tire stuffed with ice cream. You know what I mean? Okay, yeah, I could see him everywhere. He's playing at a gas station tomorrow. It's not a big deal. Everything will be available. You'll be like, hey, man, any good concerts in town? Yeah, dude, fucking all of them. You know what's tomorrow? Elvis opening for Fat Elvis. Why are they doing that? Bieber and Hendrix are touring together. You know what I saw last week? Beethoven opening for Skrillex. Why is that a thing? Every commercial? Oh. Remember, now commercials are just audio, and you're like, great, my favorite Wilco song's ruined. I gotta think of a VW Beetle every time. Soon it'll be the song plus the dude. You'll hear Polly Wants a Cracker playing on loop over and over. And then, hi, I'm Kurt Cobain for Wheat Thins. Oh, my God. You change the channel. Bob Dylan's driving a Chevy Volt down the highway. In 1965, Dylan went electric. In the 2015 Chevy Volt, he does it again. No. All right, no more commercials. What's on the news? Then you turn on the news, and Tupac's doing a hologram ribbon cutting at a fucking Walmart somewhere. This store's the cheapest, bitch! Cuts the hologram ribbon with his hologram scissors, lifts up his shirt, and it just says low prices. <laughs> I used to be like a big snob, like an annoying one, you know? Like I was like, you know, my teen years, you just listen to punk and metal, so you hate everything else. Cheryl Crow, you suck. Pop music, suck on that. Then you know what happened? I got through my 20s, I started living a life. I started getting different jobs, getting fired from a lot of those jobs, pursued a dream, fell in love, got my heart broken. Then I wake up at 30 one day, I'm like, oh my God, Cheryl, you're right. Every day is a winding road. Oh my God, what does it mean? Tool and Cheryl Crow are like this to me right now. They're <laughs> So now I listen to everything, man. I'm open to everything, dude. I don't even make fun of Justin Bieber. You guys are like disagreeing with that statement. Oh, you got to change your mind. No. Your opinion, incorrect. Fix that. I get it. He does dumb things, you know? He's young, he does dumb shit. But here's what I don't like. All, people always hear him do something stupid and they say this exact thing. They go, man, fuck that kid. He's an idiot. I was never that dumb when I was a kid. I'm like, well, yeah, none of us were, because we didn't have $20 million. Our options were pretty limited. Like, when I was 15, I couldn't call my friends and be like, guys, I'm fueling up the private jet. We're going to Miami, going to rent some Lamborghinis. Just see what happens. Nowhere near. You know what I did when I was 15? I walked my broke ass down to the local arcade and I played Cruisin' USA. And I didn't even mess around. Because I went to the arcade with one dollar. One game of Cruisin' USA, 50 cents. That's a bank breaker, right? I'm playing like this, man. Hands at 10 and two, eyes on the prize, dude. I played it so safe, I only used the police car. I was focused, man. Gotta get that first place, because then you get a free game, and I'm not going home to do homework, because fuck homework and fuck you with it, mom. I'm staying here all night. And then one day, we figure out how to get free games. It was this clever little trick called kicking the coin slot as hard as you can. And then it's just cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching. We're like, free games. My hands go from here to here. I'm driving with my knees, smoking cigarettes, getting my dick sucked. Yeah, let's do it. That right there is Justin Bieber's real life. 
his life is a video game where he has all the cheat codes. Like if you got a DUI or I got a DUI again, we would go to court and they'd throw the book at us, right? Fines, penalties, no license for a year. Bieber gets one, he walks into court, the judge goes, Mr. Bieber, how do you plead? And he goes, up, down, left, right, A, B, start, your honor. Boom, congratulations, case dismissed. Here's a bag of invincible stars, this should get you through the year. Thanks, your honor. And every one of us would do the exact same fucking thing. If you woke up at 15, if anyone here woke up with that much money, you would go from Doogie Hauser to King Joffrey overnight. <laughs> Guaranteed. But I didn't. That's funny. I don't need to, right? No? Yeah? You don't care? <laughs> He's just a moron. He is, right? He's just, I mean, he's just a young man. They just like, when I was 20, I was, everyone was dumb, but he just happens to do it on national television. Like, I have friends that are in their 40s and they're not handling that, like, oh, I'm starting to age thing, you know? So, you know what they do to feel young? They date 20 year olds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My buddy's 42, sat me down the other day. He's like, dude, you gotta do yourself a favor, hook up with a 20 year old girl. I'm like, look, man, that sounds really weird and really creepy. I'm also very interested. How do I sign up for this shit? <laughs> All you got to do, it turns out, you just walk by one and breathe the air around or take a big... You're like, holy shit, is that a naive and optimistic outlook on the world? Where the hell is that coming from? And it's right there in front of you, just bouncing around. Yay, look at me and my doughy eyes that haven't been broken by the realities of love and a career that's not working out. Check me out, I'll never get old. <laughs> Shit feels great. It's like a fan on a hot summer day, just and hopefully feels great. Right up until they start fucking talking. When was the last time a 20-year-old said anything worthwhile? Never. And you're on a date with one? Total nightmare. She's two feet in front of you, and every three minutes, she's saying something horrifying. That fan quickly turns into a fucking Dementor from Harry Potter, just sucking the joy out of you every three minutes. Ew, I was at Target today, and I saw a shirt that said, never mind Nirvana. What does that mean? <gasps> Simpsons were on in the 90s? It's so weird. No. I don't even remember where I was when 9-11 happened. You're a monster. A monster. That one's a true story. I was on a date. She was 20. She had no idea. And to me, that was mind-blowing. Because among my age group, who the hell can't remember where they were? I remember exactly where I was. I was on academic probation <laughs> at a community college. <laughs> Trying to figure out, am I gonna start my career in entertainment or get drafted to defend America? <laughs> she was the same age as those kids George Bush was reading that book to. <laughs> she was too young to remember to never forget. If you don't get that joke, you're 18 years old, all right? Figure it out. Unbelievable, 20. I used to be, I used to be the 20-year-old women dated. Like cougars go after the young kid, right? I call those days the greatest years of my life. <laughs> the glory days, right? Because when you're young, they see that, they're like, he doesn't know. And they meet you at a bar, come with me, little boy. I'm gonna get you drunk with my credit card. Then you play dumb, you're like, oh boy, how do you fit all that money into that piece of plastic? I don't know anything, right? <laughs> Come back with me to my home. You're like, you live in a home? I live in a shoebox. This is unbelievable. <laughs> a lot of them still wear their ring from their last marriage, big diamond ring. You know why they wear that? So they can cut out your Achilles heel if you try and get away. <laughs> then they drag you back to their lair and then they fuck you. 
you think you're gonna fuck him. You don't know how to use this shit at 21. You're like, yeah, I'm gonna, I just came, gotta call my mom. This is the worst. They drag you back, they throw you on the bed, they ride your shit around like the vampires out of True Blood. You're like, oh my God, oh my God, I'm coming, I can't stop, I can't stop. 10 times, holy shit. morning and play Xbox with their 15-year-old kid. It's like a one-night stand Big Brother program, you know what I mean? I'm here to help. <laughs> my buddy's like my age, you know? Same age, 32. He's like, dude, forget that young girl stuff, young girl, older girl. He's like, here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna stay single Till I meet a super smoking hot girl who's also really low maintenance. <laughs> really? Oh, that's all you want? Just that one little thing? Oh, that's cool. Hey, you know what I've always wanted to do is meet a fucking leprechaun! <laughs> That'd be cool. Not a regular one, though. I want one of those low maintenance leprechauns. That doesn't make you go all the way to the end of the rainbow for the gold, right? Should just call me at home on a weekend. Yeah, man. Yeah, we can have a unicorn deliver that shit tomorrow. Yeah. You want anything else, by the way? Force fields, magic wands. Mila Kunis is here just playing with her pussy. We could send her over here at the warehouse of the impossible. Hot, low maintenance girls in a major city? No way, dude. Those chicks are in Iowa working on a farm with values. There's some, there's some girls that don't like that joke. They're like, no, no. no you're, you're a hater head is what you are, hater head. Your head's full of hate. You're a hater head. No way, man. I'm jealous. If you're a hot girl in a major city, you know how cool that is? Free shit, no lines, everyone's smiling and waving at you. It's like your own parade everywhere you go. I haven't met a broke hot chick since even back when the recession started. Think about that. You walk into a nightclub, you're like, hey, how much was that drink? I don't know. That asshole bought it for me. Get out of your hater face with your haterness. Ew. Sarah, I think he's 30. Wrinkles when he smiles. Let's get out of here. Ugh. So rude to age in front of me. What an asshole. <laughs> That's the way it is, right? Those are, like, those are like the rules. You meet a hot girl, boom, you got to go all out. Dinner, dancing, drinks, movie, helicopter, hotel, everything. <laughs> For a while, I was like, oh, you know, those are the rules. I'm like, I don't want to change them. I'm like, but maybe some tax breaks. Like, if I could document to the IRS I'm dating a 9 or a 10, I should be able to write off Valentine's Day. Right? But now things have changed, right? Now, you get a phone number. It usually comes with, like, a Facebook. So all you got to do, you get online. You can see how high or low maintenance anybody is. Go to, like, photo albums. If the titles of those albums are places you've only kind of heard of, get the fuck out of there. You can't afford it, dude. You're like Fiji, Bali, Belize. You're like, are these video game levels? What the hell is happening? There's status updates. They're mind-bending. It's shit only a time traveler can pull off. Be like, update one. Party in a mansion in the hills, bitch, yeah. Five minutes later, mimosas on a yacht. Wait, what? How did they get on a yacht all the time? They were up in a hill, right? How did they... Five minutes later, Vegas rules! Wait, what? How did they get to Vegas already? Does the yacht fly? Like, I don't get it. Five minutes later, whoa, 18th century Paris is amazing. Who gave this chick a DeLorean? What, are you kidding me? She can't work an iPhone. She's fixing flux capacitors? I don't think so. Keep talking about hot girls, right? Yeah, thank you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, go on. Yeah. <laughs> I had a plan after that, sir. Thank you. <laughs> but like it occurred to me, it's been occurring to me, like I've always had an accepted view 
of what hot is, right? And we kind of all do. Like when you think of the term bikini body, that implies a certain thing, a certain look. And it all comes from my shithole city. Like I'm from LA, it's so vain. And this is coming from a vain asshole, you know what I mean? It's so bad there. Like this right here, this is a model in LA right here. That's an LA model. Maybe a little taller. There we go, right there. That's an LA. This one, for the record, is considered fat. Ew. Why would she do that, says the modeling industry? What's wrong with her? But dudes, I mean, we line up for that, man. Guys are like, yeah, check that. Check out these tits right here. Yeah. I'm like, where? If you've never been to LA, you gotta just go see. Like on a sunny day, you gotta just go look at the parade of frail, malnourished girls trembling their way across the street. Her arm is shaking from carrying a foam yoga mat to class. And dudes are like, yeah! Sometimes you see a girl even thinner than that. You're like, look, there she goes right there. And she just disappears. In the and dudes are like, yeah, no commitment. That's too thin for me, man. Right? Like, I don't want to date a girl who's going to turn into a fucking kite every time a car speeds by. <laughs> yeah, babe, yeah, that movie was really good. We should, whoa! Okay. We should just come back down to earth real fast. I want a girl with a little bit of this right here, man. I want to pinch some of that right there. Because then I know you're into certain things, like fucking dinner. We can have a meal together, not live in fear of one. I want some of this side action right there, man. That right there means you'll fuck with some ice cream. Chocolate vanilla dripping down your body. Let's do it. There's this trend lately. You see it online a lot. You'll be on Twitter or whatever, and there'll be an article that's like, check out this plus-size model. You're like, okay, article, I'll do it. (laughs) Then you click on it, and it's a picture of Kate Upton. What? If she's plus-size, this chick's dying-sized right here. But that's the beauty industry, right? They took one type of beauty and made it beauty. You know who's way more honest than the beauty industry? The sex industry. Glamour Magazine, one type of beauty. Pornhub.com, so many types of beauty. Genre after genre, thousands of hits on every one. Cosmopolitan, weigh 86 pounds, you land whale. Pornhub.com, watch this beautiful fatty get pounded. All right. I mean, I wouldn't have used those words exactly. But those nine dudes are really enjoying who that girl is right now. And they just gave her their ice cream. That's amazing. (laughs) That one's not for everybody. (laughs) Okay, it's for me, though. I spent all day in my phone. Like, I just sit there and read articles that I just get mad about. I'm like, oh, why? Oh, but yeah, here's another one. Okay, here's more. I just got an iPhone 5S. Um, Still reflexive. I have to, yeah, it's better. It's ruined my life. It's ruined my life. I really believe my life was way better when I had a Blackberry. That thing froze every time I looked at it. You know what I mean? I'm like, oh, I'm just going to make up, maybe tomorrow. Just put that down there. Let that cool off for a while. I don't know why it's 180 degrees. It's not a comet. (laughs) Remember that iPhone droid war that was going on? It was like, mine's better, mine's cooler. Now it's kind of evened out a little bit, right? Except there's that one droid, though. That droid uh, flat screen fucking television one that everyone loves. Yeah, bro, my Galaxy S8 million, dude. It's so fucking cool, man. Best phone ever. Oh, really? Where is it? Oh, it's hooked up to a generator in the parking lot. Yeah, I just, just gotta let that charge for a bit. If you, if you had a dolly, I can wheel that shit right in for you. I just can't plug it in a wall or there'll be a citywide blackout. It's just one of those things. But now they're kind of the same, right? In the sense that the second you get one, the second you hit activate, it just goes and glues itself to your face. 
And then you're that guy that's walking around town like this all day. You bump into someone. Siri, can you apologize, please? I got shit to do. What human interaction? That's some 2007 shit. Come on. <laughs> My buddy's got one. Droid, you know. Cool phone. Does almost everything, you know. But to him, it's just a device. It's really weird. Like, we're going to the beach a couple months ago. We get a mile away from his place, and he's like, oh, shit, man, I forgot my phone. I'm like, yeah, man, no problem. We'll just turn right around and go get it. He's like, nah, don't worry about it. Wait, what? <laughs> no, what? No, what? <laughs> Nothing. I just left it at home. So you want to stop and get a new one on the way? Like, I don't... <laughs> no, I don't want to get a new phone. Did you bring a laptop? Like, I'm struggling to understand you right now. <laughs> Dude, I didn't bring a laptop to the beach. Are you going to kill me and take my phone? Is that where we're at right now? I thought we were friends. <laughs> He's like, you were weirding me out, man. You got to unplug, dude. Leave the phone in the car. Let's go enjoy the ocean like human beings. So we're out there. Beautiful day. There's girls in bikinis everywhere. He's like, oh, look at her. Check her out. Yeah. Hey, can you see that one way over there? I'm like, I don't know. Hold on one second. He's like, dude, did you just pinch zoom reality? Oh my God, I did. But she's kind of ugly. Swipe to the next one. That's pretty good. That's pretty <laughs> It's all in here. It's, it's like ruined me. Could you imagine being 16 in this day right now? Oh, I know. It would be the worst. Because I grew up 16 for me was the mid-90s. You know, there wasn't that. We didn't have computers or anything in our house. And I was still just ADD bouncing off the goddamn walls. Now it's a nightmare. This is a 16-year-old sitting at home right now, just hardwired to absolutely everything. There's an iPhone here. There's an iPad there. Netflix is coming out of here. There's a laptop there. There's a PlayStation here. He's just, ah. His friend comes over. Dude, you know the sun's out? That's on next. Jesus came back to earth. Send me the link. Right now, Jesus and God are sitting on a cloud going, how the fuck are we going to impress these people? Like, what do we have to do? They're going to come back on an asteroid with like a sound stage on it. On one end is a full-on Beatles reunion. On the other side is a better ending to Lost, just playing on loop over and over. In the middle, it's just Jesus and Hendrix just tearing it apart on guitar as hard as they can. So hard, they burst into doves that shoot arrows of love into terrorists and dictators all over the world. And your buddy calls you, dude, did you see that Jesus video? No, but I saw the parody, and that shit was hilarious. There's kitty cats, Bieber's in there. It's really adorable. No. Yes. <laughs> I think about the apocalypse way too much, you know? I grew up a scared Christian, so it's like every two years some mat, like idiot will be like, hey, the world's going to end. I'm like, oh, I got to believe this for two days. Because <laughs> when I was 10, man, I'd go visit my grandfather, and he'd sit me down and just scare. The, put the fear of God in me. He'd be like, one day the devil will come back as a charming politician who'll woo the masses. You'll never see it coming. I'm like, well, I kind of see it coming now. You just fucking told me about it. <laughs> Plus, that's an old story. Now, he wouldn't come back as a guy. He'd come back as an evil supercomputer. He'd get in there, lay low for a while, and just beat some Russians at chess. No one has any idea what's going on. Then he gets into the TVs, and it's Jersey Shore, and two and a half men reruns until we all go crazy. World War breaks out, and he takes hologram form as Steve Jobs from Apple. I'm not saying Steve Jobs is the devil, but you can't prove that he isn't. Think about it. That half-eaten Apple logo, isn't that exactly what got us all here to begin with? <laughs> He's just dangling that shit in front of our faces. Remember what I started, motherfuckers? I'm here to finish the job, and then it just turns into that rainbow spinning wheel. No! <laughs> I don't mean to completely fucking shit on technology. I'm not that paranoid, you know. There's good things about smartphones, right? Best feature, no one uses them as phones. I <laughs> love it. I never want to talk on the phone to anybody. Girls, friends, family, none of that shit. To me, phone calls are the new dropping by unannounced. 
You're just driving down the street, minding your own business. All of a sudden, whoa, dude, what the hell are you doing here right now, man? No, 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 I'm trying to drive a motor vehicle down the street and eat a sandwich and look at my Twitter feed. You're just gonna show up out of nowhere like that? No, you're being rude is what you're being. So next time you wanna call me, how about send me a text beforehand and let me know, you idiot. Maybe some people. I mean, I'd rather, I'd rather talk to a girl on the phone than text. Or in person. That's the best, right? Because that whole women are more mature than men. You win. You are. I'm immature. I'm an idiot. In person, you win. When you're texting, out the goddamn window. I don't know where it happened. Like, I met a girl one night. We're at a bar. We're talking. She's a lawyer. Super smart. Smarter than me by far. We hit it off. We get her number. Text her the next day. I'm like, hey, last night was a lot of fun. How you doing today? She's like, hey, goofball, smiley face, pumpkin, four strawberries, 16 surfboards, 75 exclamation points. I'm like, what the? Did you have a stroke? What the hell happened, man? Last night, you were a First Amendment lawyer. Today, you're abusing your right to free speech. And then her response, LOL. The automatic girl response to everything. If you took a girl's phone and just typed L, it would autocomplete to LOL, 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 until the phone exploded. It's weird. It's confusing if you don't know the girl, right? You're like, hey, how's it going today? LOL, really good? How are you, LOL? Whoa, what? I mean, good. What, what's so funny? LOL. I just watched the saddest movie, LOL. But like, like sad, funny, like a kid dropping his ice cream? LOL. No, I cried through the whole thing. I'm still crying right now, ROFL. What, are you a sociopath? LOL, I have no idea what that word means, LOL. Well, it means do you identify with Batman villains? LOL, I've never seen the Batman movies. These are way too cray. Frowny face, crying sunflower, seven more strawberries. <laughs> oh, cool. I'm texting with a nine-year-old right now. <laughs> that or I've been catfished. Either way, this phone's going in the toilet. <laughs> you're not mature when you're texting. You know what? Also, another one, when you're hungry. Have you ever met a, a mature, starving girl in your life? <laughs> Let me answer that for you. No, you haven't, because they don't fucking exist. I just want a girl to get hungry like that, you know, like a gradual, kind of like, hey, are you hungry? Oh, I could eat in like a half hour. No big deal. Let's go back to what we're doing. Not even an issue. That's never happened. Here's what happens. You go, hey, are you hungry? Oh, no, absolutely not. I'm so not hungry. I can't even visualize food right now. That's how far away from hunger I currently am. Change the subject. One minute later. Oh, my God. I'm starving to death right now. I'm gonna start crying. I can't even stand straight. I can't stand. I'm, I'm delirious right now. And now I'm nauseous. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pass out first. I'm gonna vomit. I'm gonna vomit up zero objects because that's what's in my stomach right now. I'm gonna vomit up no things and then I'm gonna pass out and then I'm gonna die unless you feed me. Dude, did I black out? What? A minute ago, you were doing great. Now you're dying? Yeah, motherfucker, I am. And you gotta feed me. And every time, I'm like, okay, chill out. What is it that you want to eat? And she's like, I have absolutely no idea. And I pre-hate your first 11 suggestions. So fuck you and figure that shit out. I'm Nick Youssef. I love you all very much. Thank you for coming out. <laughs>